Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. Busy day for me today. I got three of these back to back, and it's a good job I like speaking, frankly, because I'm going to be doing a lot of it, and so does my next guest. John Ugahulu, and I hope I pronounced that right. It's a great name. I got it. Yes, fantastic. Well, sir, it was going to be my third guest today. It's now my second. John is a proud father, husband, philanthropist, entrepreneur, and transformational leader. He spent over a decade mentoring and coaching others. And I can't wait to dive deep into that today, into what John believes are the keys to success and how we learn from our struggles. John, how are you, sir? I am doing awesome and thank you for having me on your show it's my absolute pleasure it's my absolute pleasure to welcome you on you know we've had this booked in for a while we've been back and forth on it um i was i was delighted to actually be on your show as well so it's my pleasure to return the favor and spend some more some more time with you wow that's awesome thank you so much you know it's an honor to be on such a beautiful platform as yours you know I have been watching your programs and I must commend your effort. You are doing excellently well. You are already Thank on you. the 30th episode. That's awesome. Yeah. I will be today. The goal is a uh, hundred by the end of the year. And it is possible. Oh, I, remember, I remember when, when I was writing my new year resolution, I said, I wanted to inspire a million plus people. And yes, and I just didn't know how to go about it, but I knew that was a dream. It was a vision for me. I knew somehow I would make that happen. You know, in life, you just have to be intentional about what you do. And the way you are running with this program now, trust me, you will go places. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just, I just here to to share other people's voices, have their voices heard, have this, everyone has a story, you know, you know that, I know that, everyone has a story and everyone deserves to have that story heard. And I, I think through our, our stories that we share, a lot of people go through a lot of the same things, perhaps in, in slightly different ways, but by hearing other people's stories and, and of course by sharing your own, it's the perfect way to help inspire, motivate, and of course teach others. You're, you're, you're very correct about that. That's absolutely yeah, I love that. And, and I mean, you're no stranger to that, right? For a decade, you've been mentoring and coaching other people. That's a decade. Wow. It's, it's a long time, you know. And yeah. Main Seed Consulting, that's that's your business. So, I mean, tell us more about that and, and how that came to be and where that really started. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's pretty easy. Main Seed. That's my baby. That's what I am nurturing. Just like the name applies implies main see to me it is more spiritual the way i came about that name was knowing very well that you need to plant a seed in order for a tree to grow and a tree symbolizes something that has branches so which means when i was creating that business i knew i was gonna grow that tree and also make that tree have branches. So it was kind of spiritual for me. Main seed is pretty new though. It's about two years hmm. because it has a different focus. Main seed is a consulting company. We do um, speaking, 
motivational speaking, we do consulting, we do um, coaching and mentoring, which mm. has always been part of my portfolio. Um, I'm an immigrant here in the United States, so I haven't been here for too long. But when I got here, I first of all, got a job and the people around me were all thinking small, but I knew I needed something great. So for that reason, I came up with Main Seed Consulting, which has been doing so well. Yeah, I can see that you work very hard to make it happen, right? You know, and it's no surprise to me it's doing well because there's no substitute in this world for hard, hard work. And the more of it you put in, the more rewards that you reap. Tell me, John, where are you? I believe you're originally from Nigeria. Is that correct? Am I correct? That's that? correct. I am originally from Nigeria. And uh, yeah. well, it's sad to say right now we are going through um, tough times in Nigeria. Um, the youths are actually clamoring for change. And some few days back, we had police officers, you know, shooting at unarmed citizens. Mm. And uh, it really hurts to know that we're experiencing such uh, in the world right now. But I just don't want to go there. I want to use this platform to reach out to all my Nigerian brothers and sisters to let them know that my heart is with them. I was at the Nigerian consulate some days ago, I think, two days ago. Yeah. I yeah. I yes, just to make my voice heard. Mm. It hurts to know things like that happen, but I'm originally from Nigeria. I was raised, I, I, I attended high school, college in Nigeria, and I spent most of my coaching years there as well. Mm. And it's interesting that we we share that, you know, I'm an immigrant too here in, in Australia and I've been here five years. How long have you been there in America? Uh, five plus years, yes. There you go. There you go. So not far off the time. But, and isn't it interesting? I believe, John, that there is something, and you might agree with me on this. I, I believe I call it the immigrant state of mind. And, and there's a certain something that fires you up when you move and shift your whole life to another country. Did you move on your own or did you move with people? With, yeah, I moved with family. Yeah, okay. Okay, well then you maybe had it a little bit easier than I did. I did it just on my own. <laughs> but I mean, I did have friends here. So, um, I mean, I guess you could call them family. But right. when I say the immigrant state of mind, there's something that, you know, you get there and it's like, okay, now that's it, sink or swim. You know, you, you're not, you're certainly not, you're not wanting to go back, you know. You, you seem to be a man like me who believes in progression and moving forward always and upwards and outwards and onwards. And, you know, you can't be getting back on that plane. And and it forces you into, kind of puts you back up against the wall a bit and it forces you into a position of, of growth. And, and of course, there's a lot of freedom that comes with it. Absolutely. Um, mm. yeah, that, that, that's true. Because what happened in my case was that my brother, and I decided at the same time that we were going to move to the United States. But well, right. he left before me. And okay. he was the one who made it easy for me to settle down. Right? And uh, I met my wife here. It was pretty easy again, having a family. Mm -hmm. and It was pretty easy for me to settle down. And what made it more fantastic for me was that 
when I was looking for a job, I was told that my degree from Nigeria would be accepted here. Brilliant. So I, yeah, I, yeah. So I, I did not have to really start from the very, very bottom. Yeah, you didn't have to start from scratch. That makes a huge, huge difference. It really does. I. It's funny. I moved here to Australia, and my, I'm a plumber right, by trade. Okay. Something I've moved away from a little bit now, but and and funny enough, they told me they said if you come two months earlier, your qualifications would have been the same here. But it, it wasn't. I had to do them again. And let me tell you, after ten years of not being in school and college, it was pretty difficult to pass the exams again. <laughs> it was a great, yeah, but I, I took it as you know, it's a yeah. challenge. You got to rise to it. You got to rise yeah, to it. Yeah, boy, it's been it's been fun all the way. You know, in life, the experiences we go through, we can either learn from them or have regrets. But I chose to learn from mine because in life, I've come to realize that you are the one who can create that happiness for you. You are the one who can create that destiny. You are the one who will be the architect of your destiny. And that's why Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. So I came here with a mindset of an achiever. I had lots of people, you know, friends, trying to talk me out of my big dreams, but I am a motivator. I am somebody who goes into an environment and change the trajectory. Yeah, so I was able to accomplish that. When I got in, I did not, you know, nobody was able to make me get distracted. Instead, I brought everybody towards having the mind of an achiever, the mindset of an achiever. So I never thought of small things. No, no, no. Always think big, right? Always think big and, and go for big things. You know, you can't fit it. Can't fit big dreams into a small life, right? Les Brown says that, and uh, yeah. I've, I've thought of that many times along my journey of, of moving to another country. It's not always easy, and and nor should it be, frankly, easy because then it's not worth it. I believe. Yeah. One thing you took you touched on there, John, is uh, you talked about main C consulting business you had for a, for a couple of years now, and and you mentioned there that it was your it's your baby, and uh, look, I know I can align with that, right? It's, people think that's just a bit of a strange thing to say, but trust me, if you're out there, if you're watching this, you can probably agree with us. If you right. if you've got your own business, your own hustle, it is your baby, and you nurture it, and it grows, and you watch it grow, and it's a it's a beautiful thing, but. I mean, there's challenges along the way, right, John? It's it's a roller coaster journey, ups and downs. And perhaps you could share some challenges you've had within business with us. Okay, yeah, I'll start by just giving your audience this quote. It's one of my favorite quotes from Les Brown, which says, "When life knocks you down, try to fall on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up." Life always throws challenges at you, no matter what happens. You know, while, while I was trying to start this business, I had certain challenges. For example, the registration became a problem because I wanted to obtain a license. It became a problem. I had a dream, but the environment shook me. I had to get my brother involved because they wanted me to come in with a partner when you're registering a business. Mm. So I had to get him involved. Some people would have 
gone through such, you know, stress or setback, and they would feel since they don't have anybody to run to, the dream would end. But in life, I have come to realize that partnership is paramount. Whatever you do, networking, if you do not network with the right set of people, things will always be difficult for you. It's better for you to have someone who is carrying, who is sharing responsibilities with you. I've had moments where we had no cash to execute some consulting business. But because of partnership, we were able to make things work one way or the other. Tim Sanders said, your network is your net worth. In business, always try to have an accountability partner because that's the only way you can stay free from breaking yourself when you get into, um, when you hit a rock. When you get to a point where things become tough for you, you should always have somebody on the side who will tell you, we move, we keep moving, nothing will stop us. But when it's you alone, you could easily talk yourself out of your dream. Your network is your net worth. Challenges do come up. It's just like you driving a car. At times you could go to the wrong exit. That's the same thing with your business. But if you are intentional about your dreams and your goals, if for any reason you lose track or you lose focus or anything happens along the way, you would be able to realign with your true purpose. You must be intentional. A lot of terrible things happened. Somewhere in January, if someone had told us that we will be experiencing this pandemic, nobody would have believed. This is one of the greatest problems or challenges that we have faced. My parents never experienced such a thing. The level of depression has increased. The level of anxiety has increased. Businesses have folded up. But I am one of those lucky ones who runs a consulting business. The pandemic has not affected me. I would say I'm lucky, but not everyone is lucky. And if you're listening to me right now and you fall into that category who, of those people who the pandemic has really, really affected, I want to tell you that this is only a phase in life. Do not give up. The only constant in life is change. Same time next year, we are going to be having a different conversation. Mm -hmm. So this is a time for you to re-strategize. If there is a skill you need to acquire, this is the time for you to do it because things might never be as slow as they are right now in our generation, in, in our lifetime. So now that things are slow for you, it is for a reason. Nothing happens by accident. This is the time for you to get that certification. This is the time for you to learn that trade. This is the time for you to pick up your passion. This is the time for you to know if you're going to continue with J-O-B, which is your job, or if you're going to go with your calling. This is the time where you should ask yourself three questions. 
One, the first question is, who am I? So if you're listening right now, I want you to search your subconscious mind and ask yourself, who am I? Get a pen, get a piece of paper, write these questions out. These are questions that would help you scale through challenges. Who am I? The second question is, why am I on earth? Why? Why are you on earth? And the third question is, where am I going? Just in case you missed the questions I asked you, there are three. The first one, who am I? The second one, why am I here on earth? And the third one, where am I going? If you can provide the answers to these three questions, you will be able to scale through this tragic time. You will be able to scale through these perilous times we're going through right now. Do not let it weigh you down. Life itself is a struggle. The moment the struggle ends, it means what? You are six feet underground. Hmm. What do you think, Jake? I think your words are strong, powerful, and just frankly fantastic. You know, I can I can align with them it, it is a difficult time for a lot of us but yeah. by by asking you know taking some time to get quiet by yourself asking those papers asking those questions sorry putting pen to paper yeah. who am i why am i here where am i going that's it in themselves they seem like quite simple obvious questions and people may wonder well why would i ask myself something like that i know who i am my name's yeah. jake fowler yeah, i know because- what yeah. yeah. When it's time for you to really answer the question, then you would know it's not really easy. To some people, to some people, it's difficult. It's a tough question. It's deeper than it's the first thing. Yeah. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's more than a surface level question. When you go deeper with it and you know the answers, then you can endure times like this. You know, if you know the why, it's, it's from Les Brown again, but if you know the why, you can endure anyhow. And it truly is true of this time to get us get us through it. And another thing that you said there is this is the time to learn new skills, to, to move on up, to, you know, that, that qualification that you were thinking of doing, you know, that, that cooking course that you were thinking about yeah. taking. Whatever it might be, you know, that gardening that gardening online or that gardening course you were thinking about doing, it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever you love doing, if this you could do what you wanted to do all day long, forget the money, what would it be? You know, answer that question and then go after it. You know, I'm not, I know in this time where we're a student of similar courses, you have expanded your skill set in this time. You're moving upwards, outwards, onwards, and look what it's led you to, you know. you're And I can't wait to hear it, John. You're going to be speaking at the Power Voice Summit. You know, this Absolutely. weekend, Absolutely. Um, and Absolutely. I can't, you know, and, and it's just such a, who would have thought, you know, would you have thought a year ago that you would have been uh, mixing with people like Les Brown and John Tallarico and all these other fantastic network of inspiring people that want to want to be out there and, and speaking and motivating others? Well, you see, like, like I said, I have always been intentional about my dream. Honestly, I didn't know much about motivational speakers. I only found out about Les Brown when I got to the United States. I was only familiar with preachers. Mm. I never knew, you know, I never knew there was a career path in motivational speaking. 
it's even part of my story. It was a friend of mine who knew that I had a passion. I had an innate desire to inspire people because I, I'm, I'm that person who always encourages people. So he told me about Les Brown. He asked me if I know Les Brown. I mean, Les Brown. I said, no, who is Les Brown? And he said, you need to listen to Les Brown. He was persistent for months. But on one fateful day, one fateful weekend, I was just wanting to start my chores. Because when I'm doing chores, I like to play loud music. Just, yeah, me too. <laughs> get the done quicker. <laughs> right. You know. So something said, just listen to this guy. Do something different today. And I reached out for my phone. I went on YouTube. I, I searched for Les Brown. Behold, when I listened to the first one, that changed my life completely. And I called my friend. I said, look, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yes. This is me. This is my calling. This, what this guy is doing, this is awesome. Then I went further to tell him that I was going to do anything and everything possible to make that guy less brown my coaching and uh, my speaking coach, my speaking mentor. And I told him I was going to do everything possible to make sure I shared the stage with Les Brown. He was, he was kind of, you know, just, uh, okay, no problem. That's fine. <laughs> it was kind of impossible, like an impossible thing. But I was mm -hmm. always saying that whenever we hung out, I was always telling him. So it, be, it got to a point where he got tired of me because I was so obsessed with having Les Brown, who to them is unreachable, having someone like Les Brown as my coach and mentor. So I was intentional. I sent several messages to, you know, I went, I went to his page on Instagram and I found his daughter, Honor Brown. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, if you want to get through to somebody, look for the wife. You know, just look for somebody who can touch them, who can talk to them. I sent several messages to Honor Brown without getting a response. I sent messages to Les Brown, no response. But on one fateful day in July of, was it this year? Yes. I received a message via Facebook saying, if you want to be a part of the Les Brown Prodigy Program, oh, my God. <laughs> it was a dream come true for me. I jumped on it without even looking back. So that's it. I was intentional. I knew mm. it was going to happen, but I just didn't know my how. Just like what Les Brown typically says, if your why is big enough, you will find your how. That's how mm. I found my how. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's cool how it comes together, and then one thing leads to another, right? And it's, you know, as well as I do, we're in some, some other training with, uh, with John Tallarico, which, um, you know, originates from uh, the great Bob Proctor. And you talked about that, saying that goal at the, at the start, which is interesting, isn't it? Because your friend had introduced you to, to motivational speaking, to Les Brown, and perhaps maybe there were some other people along there. But then he kind of got sick of you, of you talking about it, yeah. <laughs> going on about it. And isn't that funny? Because you have this C-type goal. What we know now is a C-type goal. Exactly. Um, 
And that's where the growth is, setting those goals that you have no idea how you're going to achieve. And it, and it does seem outlandish, particularly sometimes even to you as well as definitely to others. You know, people think that's crazy. How could you ever do that? But just keep believing it, keep moving towards it. That is where the growth comes because, you know, once once it actually happens, you're like, wow, now if I can do that, how powerful is that? And then and then what's next? What's next? What's next? The domino effect just keep knocking them down. That, that's right. And I always use this illustration of the GPS. For example, if you are going to an address that you've never been to, when you put the address in the GPS, what happens? It buffers for a few seconds and it gives you an ETA. ETA means estimated time of arrival. And while you're driving, if for any reason, you miss your exit. What happens? It reroutes and realigns with your original journey. Why? Because before leaving, it had a clear direction of its destination. Same thing happens to our dreams, our goals. We must be intentional. If you are not intentional about where you're going, if you do not have clear directions of where you're going, trust me, what will happen is when you miss your exit, you realize that at that point, you will get confused. When you get to an intersection, you will get confused because you wouldn't know if you should make a left turn or make a right turn or if you should keep going. So we must be intentional about our dreams. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't always go on the same track it's a fantastic analogy that is it's not one i've ever thought of and i really commend you for it it makes just so much sense right i can everyone uses sat nav every day i'm sure the audience will be able to align with it as well right it's, your dreams aren't always linear they're not always a to b and, and the route to them you don't even have to know the route i don't think no. you know you just have to know the destination like you said there and mm, fantastic john if you were you know You've you've been an entrepreneur. You you've not been an entrepreneur. Sorry, you are an entrepreneur, yeah, and you have businesses, and you have your own podcast. You know, you've got the hashtag there, the morale booster, John Ugahula, the show I was at, and I commend you there for your pace and your speed because you are smashing out the episodes, man. You're just they're just flying out. <laughs> You're a bit an inspiration to me in that aspect, actually. I must say, so thank you. You know, you're doing a great job there. Thank you. Um, so what are, what are your, talking about goals, aspirations, directions, what are your kind of goals and aspirations for Main C Consulting? Where do you see that, the business going there? And what's the goals and aspirations for it? Right. So in terms of my goals, it still hasn't changed for now. My goal is to wake up every morning to inspire someone out there. My goal is to wake up every morning to put a smile on someone's face. That's my goal. Just that with time, this year I had a goal to inspire one plus one million plus people. Next year, it's going to be more. But every year, every second, it's still going to remain waking up to inspire somebody. Love it. And you know what's, you know what's interesting there, John? You've got a goal of a million. Now, just think about this for a second. Stick with me here. You're going to speak at the Powerboy Summit. Now, I know I spoke at the last one. I was blessed enough to speak at the last one. And what a lot of fun it was. You're going to have a lot of fun there tomorrow, I'm sure. Right. 
there, I think there was over at the last count I saw there was over two hundred fifty thousand people that watched the last Power Voice Summit. So, so you are way behind. You are oh, way behind. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's, as of today, it's eight hundred and fifty thousand. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. And just think about that. You're going for a million people, right? So let's get technical about it. Everyone that sees that sees and hears your voice. Therefore, yeah. they could be inspired by you. So that's a few hundred thousand people right there. That's it. That you're a million people sounds like it is a big number, right? And it seems like uh, unachievable. But here you it are tomorrow. Being, it is possible. It is possible. That's the key phrase. And here you are tomorrow being brought leaps and bounds closer to it. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. John, if you had three tips for someone that wanted to start their own business, you know, start their own, move in, move out of a job and move into life, move into their calling and and, and follow up the, their kind of dreams of entrepreneurship, what would they be, them three tips? Okay, the first one I would say is look for something that you are passionate about. It might be difficult to identify that. Look for something that you look forward to because that's the main thing. A lot of people do not love their jobs. Same thing would happen if you get into a business that you do not have a passion for. So look for something you love, first one. Secondly, before you go into entrepreneurship, you should learn to take calculated risks. For example, if you have a job, do not quit that job. Do not quit that job while you're just starting the business, except you have some form of security because every business requires cash initially. If you quit your job without having that financial security, you will find out that in no distant time, you would return back to that job. <laughs> so use your nine to five to finance your five to nine. It's a simple, it's a simple um, formula. When we say use your nine to five to finance your five to nine, it means use your eight, 10 hours of employment or 12 hours of employment to finance the remaining hours that you have for the day. In a day, we have 24 hours, right? After your job, take that money. Do not spend it on irrelevant things. Use that money to finance your dream. That's the second tip. And the third one is networking. The importance of networking should not be underestimated. That's why Tim Sanders said, your network is your net worth. So find networking groups to be proud of. 
thank God we have technology. We have the internet. From the comfort of your home, you can now be part of networking groups. If you want to become a plumber, look for plumbing networking groups. If you want to become a real estate broker or a real estate investor, go online and search for those groups and join them. If you want to become a fashion designer, go there. Whatever you want to do, there are networking groups everywhere. It's easier than it used to be. They're free. People are looking for members every day. Mm. So networking is key. So Love those it. are the three things I would recommend. Love it. Find your passion. Make sure it's a calculated risk. Don't, don't jump into it too soon. Right. And the time is right. And networking. Yeah, right. I couldn't agree with them. As a, as a business owner, multiple business owner and entrepreneur myself, I can wholeheartedly agree with all of them. Particularly that second one, you know, you can get excited and make the leap too early, but if you make it too early, you might find yourself right back where you started. You've got to have a bit of a nest egg, you know, a little bit of cash on the side to, to make things happen with. Right. <clears throat> I, I, yeah, you're right about that. Because now I want to, I want to share something that, you know, I haven't touched here. I've been a, you know, entrepreneurship is innate for me. I grew up in a family. I grew up in Nigeria. 98% of Nigerians are entrepreneurs. Mm. We were raised to be entrepreneurs. My parents were entrepreneurs, right? So I started the entrepreneurship journey at a very young age. I've had multiple businesses, right? But main seed was given birth to here in the United States, right? So I have that experience. I have, I have tried to run businesses without having uh, a stable source of income. When you're starting off, if you do not have that large capital, if you don't have that financial security, you need to look for a way to have money come in. Otherwise, it's not going to work. You need to feed. You need to pay your bills. The bills don't joke. This is something I learned the hard way. I've been in business for, I've been an entrepreneur for over a decade, over a decade. So I'm telling you from experience, you must have financial security. Hmm. So if you're listening, please, 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 and please take calculated risks, but you have to take the risk. There is a Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. <laughs> the next best time is now. Wow. So if you talk yourself out of entrepreneurship journey before, and you know it's your passion and your calling, this is the time. It's never too late. Am I right, Jake? You're absolutely right, John. And that's a very powerful message. And I think it's a great message to leave people with and, and wrap up the show with. I've, thank you for your time and your energy today. I want to wish you all the luck. Not that you need any luck because I know you are ready, brother, for this Power Voice Summit tomorrow. I'm excited to see your delivery and I'm excited to um, for the impact that you're going to give to the audience. So best of luck with that. Enjoy, enjoy seeing you tomorrow. Thank you. I'll be the first person to present tomorrow.
Oh, really? You're the first. Fantastic. Yeah. Just like me. <laughs> That's great. I look forward to seeing you there. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you Take care. Bye-bye.